guys. Welcome to the Balanced Chaos Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about the despair that comes when you compare. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about comparison to not only others, but also comparison to yourself and how that affects us, why we are better if we do not compare, compare and all sorts of other fun stuff. Yes. I mean, I think we've all heard it said before. It's a common quote on social media. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And that is very true. That is very true. Like, I know when I find myself sitting on the couch scrolling through Instagram and suddenly I'm looking at what everybody else is doing or I'm getting all the ads for the cute clothes that I don't have that I'm like, oh, this looks like something so-and-so would wear. And then I start going down this whole path that it doesn't feel good. No. It doesn't feel good. But it's hard to get out of. It is. It's one of those, like... Somebody's traveling more than you, or if somebody seems to be working a lot or posting for their work, it's like, yeah, well, should I be doing that? Do I need to do more of that? What am I not doing right? Well, I like, and I'm done saying that technology, I'm not good at technology because I'm, yes. I'm working on it. Affirmation, but, yes. <laughs> but when Reels came out on Instagram, I think I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm going to fall behind. And I still, to this day, the only Reel I have is with you because you made it. <laughs> well... You know, I did made like two and I was like, I'm really good at this. And then I just stopped making them. Okay, well, I can say ironically, any page that I follow that does reels, I never watch the reels. So yeah. I'm not even a consumer re- consumer of reels. So I don't know why it was so heavy for me. But <laughs> but it just seemed like one more thing that you had to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I think sometimes that's it when we're sitting comparing. It's like, well, I need to do this. I need to do more. So not only are you comparing something that you don't have or something that you feel like you might want, it's also like adding to your to-do list, which I know most of us, and I'm pretty sure most of you all listening, our to-do list is pretty long and we really don't need more on it. Yeah, no, that's very true. (laughs) So it's like overwhelming in a different way. It's like, I'm not doing this, but also I should do it. And then there's more shit for me to do, which isn't fun. No, not at all. So yeah, that was exactly it. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's start with how we compare ourselves to (laughs) ourselves. we look at ourselves. So when you're talking about comparing to your, like comparing yourself to yourself, we're not really talking about like, I don't know, looking at yourself in the mirror, looking at yourself from this. We're talking about like how we measure ourselves to ourselves. This is like a lot of self-talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to like make this a little more round. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think what she's saying is comparing yourself today to who you were yesterday. Oh, that's Or really even beautiful. a year ago. That's a great way to say it. <laughs> or maybe prior to having children. Yeah. I think that's a big one for moms as we think about physically what we looked like, um, what we used to be able to do. And the thing is, is that... The capacity for what you can do changes every day. Uh, Yes. So every single day you wake up, you, but you might wake up feeling a certain way that makes it a heavier day, that makes you not be able to play with your kids the same way, or that makes you not be able to get all those things done on your to-do list. Maybe you woke up and you're not feeling great. And you're like, but I need to tackle all these things. And me yesterday or me last week did this. I know I can do it. That doesn't mean that you should Should do do it. it. Right. Well, because then you are running yourself. That's when we hit those walls. And that's when we get ill. 
because you pack on all of these weights or things when you don't have the capacity to do them that day. Yeah. So if your capacity is not tip top, you shouldn't be doing it. Like you, we all deserve rest days and I, it's not something we normally put in our schedule. Right. And if you have anything, like if you have a sick child, like you're not going to be able to get as much done that day because your capacity is, right, it's you're, already, you're already up to here. Yeah. Right? Well, now your focus needs to be on that child that's sick, mm-hmm. but it can be any, I mean, yeah, I like, even if you're looking at like a workout class, some days you can get in there and it's not hard. Yeah. Other days you're not going to be motivated or feel like it. So don't, pushing yourself to that same limit doesn't serve you today. Yeah. This is something that took me a while to learn because I'm a little competitive <laughs> with, mostly with myself. Like I actually most of the time don't care what other people are doing. I might look at someone in a yoga class and be like, I want to do a handstand one day, but I'm not going to be like, I'm going to beat her. But I will be like, well, yesterday I was killing it on all my balance poses. And then now today I'm freaking falling out of everything. And it took me a long time to just laugh at myself when that happened. Like now I, I fall out and I'm like, oh, I'm having a day that I can't stand yes. on one foot. But <laughs> accepting where you are right then. Yeah, acceptance. Acceptance. It's that's yes, that's really what it's about. <laughs> it's like, nope, today, today Kristen is not able to stand on her foot. Yesterday Kristen did a great job, but today Kristen can't. It's right. Okay. And tomorrow maybe she will. Maybe she won't, maybe but she we'll will. judge her on that tomorrow. Yeah, just coming into into your yoga class, your workout class, your life with the the thought that, like, just be where you are today. Really, it, what we're talking about is releasing expectation. Yes. Because if you come in each day assimilating the new mm-hmm. and not having expectation on what it should look like or what it's looked like previously, yeah. then you give yourself a little bit of grace and peace for yeah. the day. Yeah, and just to be where you are. Yeah. Just to be exactly where you are because... It's just, it's really not fun to go on that, that tailspin of what you should do or could do. Or if you're like sitting in a yoga class, like I know I can do this pose and why can't I do it today? Then you've just like ruined your whole experience. Right. Comparing yourself to (laughs) yesterday. Comparing yourself to yourself. See, that's, there's where that thief of joy comes in. (laughs) Joy robber. Yeah. Because it's just, it's doesn't feel good. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to your past self. You're right. That is a lot of yourself. It's a lot of self. I challenge you guys to say that fast. Um, What you can do is stop, breathe, and literally try to assimilate the new. I'm here right now. Where am I right now? Yes. And give yourself some gratitude for where you are right now. Instead of going, why not? I wish, like, thank you for being right here right now. Um, Or thank you for acknowledging that I need to rest today. Yes. I'm not the person who gets everything done, so I'm going to slow down today. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to laugh at myself when I fall out of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, another thing that we do a lot is we label ourselves. Yeah, right? We put a label on ourselves like, I'm the person who listens to all my friends. Yes. I'm the person my friends go to. And then when you can't be that person, you feel like a crappy friend. Yeah. Or even... I'm the person who throws the parties for people. And then all of a sudden you're a person who has children and you're trying to still be the person who throws party for people, but there's a lot of kids. Yeah. It's too hard. Yeah. It's okay to shift that label. That's not who you are anymore. Yeah. We all are growing and changing and just being okay with creating the space for a new label, a new you. Yeah. I mean, if you are like, oh, I'm the mom that cooks meals every day. I do like to cook at home. But you know what? If there's a day I don't feel like cooking, I don't hold myself to that mom label of like, 
I cook. I don't get fast food or I don't yeah. order in food. I do sometimes, and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> and I think this also, when you allow yourself to take off these labels, it also releases you of guilt. Ooh, yes, that's a big one. Because if you are, say, the mom who cooks all the time, and then you something happens and you run home late and your kids need food and you're like, I really don't have time to cook, but I'm the mom that cooks. And then you order food in. And then not only are you not making them food, now you're like, I didn't feed them a proper meal and just taking in Mm -hmm. all this guilt. I didn't live up to who I thought I should be. Yeah. But instead, just take off the label to create space for who you are today. I love that so much. That's gonna we're gonna write a whole book on that. <laughs> Which I know it's your book, but I really want to be a part of it. <laughs> you can co-author with me. Keep me on track. No. <laughs> that was really well said. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Um, yeah, I just this is something that I think has really helped me, and it's something that's come up for me a lot in the past couple of weeks, is just being where I am and being okay with maybe not getting stuff done that I wanted to get done and just accepting it. And I, I like that. It feels so much lighter. Well, I think <laughs> it also works for overachievers because I'm a recovering overachiever mm-hmm. and I am very, like I've spoken about my calendar anxiety before, but I also like there was a rush with it. Like I'm so busy or I'm booked a month out yeah. and it, it was for my ego, which I'll admit, but it, it felt good. So then when I look at my calendar and it's not full, I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't my calendar <laughs> yeah. full? And it's like, wait, I've been saying I'm, I've been burnt out or I've been saying I need a break and here the universe is giving it to me. And instead of appreciating that for what it is, I'm like, well, my calendar should be a month out. Yeah. I need to be booked out a lot. This is something that I feel like if you are someone who works on appointments, especially, I feel like we have... Or even in sales. Yeah. there's numbers and goals. Yeah, numbers and goals. If there's something that you're not reaching, that is, like, say thank you for that. Because I have found when I start kind of becoming aware and observing those moments that that happens, I'm like, something comes up that week that I was so worried about not having a full schedule. And something comes up where I need the time or the space. And I'm like, well, thank goodness. Yeah. And so instead of thinking, why why isn't it like that? Just being like, oh, well, I'm going to need that. That week. Well, what I've also started doing, that's great, but like I have been asking for new opportunities. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do more online stuff engagements or I want to do more group stuff. And I've realized in slowing down, I have time to actually work on my online stuff. <laughs> 100%. Um, this week, I have like a lighter week in, in the salon and I have worked on this. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I have, I think, five group things that came up that I'm working on this week, which I probably would have had to say no to right? if I was working, you know, 10 hour days at the salon. So right. I'm like, oh, thank you. It is creating space for what you've been asking for. Mm-hmm. So start looking at it like that instead of being competitive about how your schedule used to be, especially yeah. if you've been trying to transition out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just, you know. Not looking at maybe someone else who's in a different place. Like, I think a lot of times we look at someone else and we have to remember our goals might be different. Completely, yeah. But we're not on that section yet. We're still comparing. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Just kidding. (laughs) Now that it's my idea, let's move on to. (laughs) I was trying to have a smooth transition. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But seriously, it's time to move on. No, (laughs) just kidding. Leave yourself behind. Let's move on to others. Okay, so let's look at your comparison. I wish I could be more composed right now, but I'm not. I've had so much coffee. <laughs> let's look at when you're comparing yourself to other people. Okay, let's do that, Brooke. That's a great idea. I'm so glad you thought of it. 
I don't know if you guys know, but I'm the one with the big ideas around here. <laughs> I'm the ones with smooth transitions, but we're not going to do that today. No. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're coming back. We're back in. Okay. Here we are. I Joy. don't know if you guys remember that. This is uh, despair when you compare. <laughs> yeah. And joy is good. And so we should laugh. So I hope you're laughing with us. And yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So checking back in. Okay. Checking yes. In. So when do you find yourself <laughs> comparing yourself to others? Um. Well, like I talked about in the beginning, I think a lot of times social media is a big one. Huge. And I will say that I have three Instagram accounts, and it's 100% on purpose because there are ones that I go on, like my Common Total Chaos account, I feel like I go on that and I get like positive affirmations. I get great. Like I'm like, everything is great. Spiritual AF. On yeah. That. So spiritual. And then I go on my one that I've had for a long time, which is like my K Royceland account. And it has kind of everything, but I can definitely get down a rabbit hole of either a beautiful house or some fashion or people in my industry that I feel like I should be doing the same things or like all the reels that I'm not making or like, you know, just the whole thing. Like I should be posting more. I should be doing this. But I'm like, wait, this is, it's kind of turned into my like everything. Like I have a lot of family stuff on there. I have hair stuff. I have, I'll pull in some of my other things, but I don't post that often on it and I'm okay with that. But when I get on there, I'm not. <laughs> I get it. No, I would say the same. So, yeah, tell me yours because I just talked for like no, five minutes. No, I just think with Instagram, it's I have my business one and I have my personal one. Mm-hmm. And I prefer going on my business one to the point where like I rarely post on the personal one now yeah. because I don't want to go down. I feel like I waste more time on the personal one. Same thing, like scrolling and looking at stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. But I would like to or take like a moment cool to hurt vacations. my own feelings about it. Yes. <laughs> Why haven't I traveled? <laughs> How come I don't have that many new clothes? Or, like, you even, like, look at people's relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows what's even real and what's not? Exactly. And I think that's the thing that I do think it's become a lot more, there's a lot more authenticity out there. I think people want more of that, so there is more of that. But you still go on and you see somebody who's, like, you know, vacationing somewhere with their husband and having the best time, and you're like, I think we haven't gone on a vacation together in forever. Are we okay? And then I like get off and talk with Halston. And I'm just like, yeah, we're definitely okay. We're like, what is? But you kind of go down this black hole of, I don't know, not being okay until you get off of it and breathe for a second. And like, I intentionally will get off, breathe, think like, what is mine? What is not mine? Right. Separate that. Your truths and your not truths. Yeah. Like, what do I actually care about? What's important in my life? And what am I just picking up on from other people? And then I'm okay. Yeah. No, I, same. I have to look at, like, on my personal page, so many people get so many family photos. And I'm like, first of all. Yes, there's been a lot of photos lately. And I'm, they're expensive. Okay. How come nobody's it. talking about this price of these family <laughs> photos? No, I'm just kidding. Photography is a beautiful art, but... And these people are getting them all the time. And I'm like, I should be scheduling more photos with Grayson. But then I'm like, I don't have <laughs> time. He gets a school picture every year. Are we good? <laughs> yeah. We have some really great candids. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, Halston takes great pictures. He does really good pictures of the kids. But, like, the ones of all of us are probably lacking. We usually have, like, the tripod and running in and somebody's crying. And then I forgot to plan the outfits <laughs> or, like, the outfits don't look the same. I'm always like, where's that? I want a cute hat and a really cute dress. 
Yeah. Where is this field? If you guys could drop a plug for where your fields are that you're taking your photos in and where your hats are from. Because <laughs> we need to know. We need to know so we can have some of those. But anyway, we're not doing that because it leads to despair. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can also look at even like smaller ways, but like friendships or relationships. Yeah. So off of social media, you still can do this stuff. I think social media kind of amplifies it. Yes. And I think our, like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to call it our generation or just like this time that we're in maybe yeah. would be a better. You have more access to see Access things. to comparison. So like if we were all locked in our houses, quote unquote, in... Even 10 years ago, you wouldn't know half of what your friends are doing. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't get to see all of their family photos. You'd have to go to their house and see them on the wall. Yeah. And now it doesn't <laughs> I even miss print that photos. Time. <laughs> um, yeah. But, okay, so relationships. Well, I think it can be a couple of ways because I think most of us are craving connection and community. Mm-hmm. So we might look at somebody else and think that their relationships are better than ours or they have more friends than us or they're always doing something. Yeah, like people that are out and about or at gatherings with friends and you're thinking like, why don't I do that? Or did I not get invited? Like you've put that invite that thing. That invite thing is really funny. Like, and would you have even gone? Are you even close with those people? You know, right. like it's like this whole, I've had to start asking myself if I was doing that event or throwing something, would I have thought to invite them? Right. And most of the time That's it's a like really good one. I've had to get there because I'm the queen of getting her feelings hurt for not being invited. <laughs> just so you guys know. And I'm also the queen of not showing up to things. <laughs> <laughs> so you better invite her, but she's not coming. I'm not coming. <laughs> but I have had to ask that. Like and it's funny, even like I think about my wedding. I haven't had it, but in the future. <laughs> I <was> like, when? <laughs> I didn't get invited. <laughs> no, no. When I have it, I'm like, okay, because you look at people's weddings, I'm like, no, I would invite them to mine, or I wouldn't even think to invite them to mine. Why am I thinking like this? That's really good. That's a good way to, like, check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. Would you invite that person? Right. And if you wouldn't, then chill you out. shouldn't have hurt feelings. <laughs> chill out, yeah. Well, because then I'm also the queen of, like, oh, my God, I have so many things, so many invitations, and I'm overwhelmed. B, you asked for this. Yeah, you, <laughs> you you literally just told people to invite you. Yeah, you guys, I'm sorry. Please don't invite me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a really that's a really good one, and I think this time too of like pandemic, your list gets a little smaller with everything. So don't have hurt feelings if you didn't get invited to something because. Think about it as time to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy enjoy having some alone time and some space. Yeah. No, right? absolutely. Um, yeah. Cool. So what else can we talk about? I think, others? well, if we're looking at like work and industry, mm, even yes. in momming, like if you're a stay-at-home mom, yes. we look at what other people in our industry are doing and we're not even sure, like that's where I'm like, okay, is it even aligned with your goals? Is that what you even want to yeah. do? But a lot of our egos get in the way. Well, Like, so for me, for instance, well, they're a healer or like they do Reiki or yoga or some sort of thing. And it's like, oh, but they're not me or they're doing. And it's like, no, like chill out. There's abundance for everyone. Yeah. I think the abundance for everyone, it's really easy. Um, Creatives, uh, yeah, moms, like anybody, like you go and you think about everything that everyone else is doing and you forget about what you actually want. So... And thinking about that abundance is there for everyone. So if you're a creative or you're a healer or a teacher or this, I think a lot of times when you first start in something, um, 
you're like, oh, how can I, I need clients or I need people. And you're trying to pull people in and you're like, oh, this person has this many. I need to have this many. But if you relax and realize there are a lot of people in this world, there yes. are a lot of people. There is someone for everyone. You are not for everyone. No. And nor is every single person your person. So like you don't want everyone. You want the people who want you. So like taking the time to really figure out who you are in whatever industry you're in and just being okay with that. Absolutely. And letting those people find you, I think. I love that. No, that was a major thing for me. Because I think I used to say yes to everyone until I was overwhelmed. And then I was like realizing one day, like, you don't have to say yes to everyone. Mm -hmm. But I was comparing because a lot of my clients are very hard workers and do a lot. So I would even compare there. Like, well, they're making this money doing this. I need to be on this level and make this much. But you know what that means for me? Burnout. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it doesn't feel good. Listen, there's nothing worse than burnout. And if you're saying yes to everyone and you're comparing with everyone else, so you're trying to do what six people are doing and you are one person and they're all doing different things and you're trying to be them in yourself, that's exactly what's going to get happen. You're going to wake up one day and be like, nope, nope. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to stay here because I don't like my life. Balance doesn't just take place in the home. It's important to have a healthy work environment to produce great results. Because of this, we are now offering Wellness in the Workplace to our followers. This program includes learning the best ways to communicate with each other's energy for an optimal work environment, manifesting tools to improve sales, profits, money management, and mindset around money, group breathwork and stretching to reduce stress, improve health, wellness, and mental clarity. For inquiries, message us on Balance Chaos LV on Instagram. Yeah, no, I ask myself, so now when I'm comparing, like when I feel it. So like, let's say somebody comes in and they are talking about their business and like how well it's building, but they're in a totally different industry than me. Mm-hmm. And if I start to get that, well, should I be doing more? I'll ask myself, am I happy doing what I'm doing now? And do I feel inspired or excited about the idea to do more. And if I'm inspired and excited, then okay, move with it. But if it's not, and I feel like, oh, it's another thing on my list or it's draining, that's not for me. I can stop the comparing voice. Yes. That's that's great. Yeah. If you're excited, go for it. If not, not yours. (laughs) Breathe. Yeah. Not yours. Step away. Step away. And the same with mom stuff. I mean, because I will do that too. I mean, there's moms that like to bake with their kids. We talked about that in a previous (laughs) podcast. But like... If it doesn't feel good for you to do with your kid, then that's not your thing. Like, yeah. I know I'm not the mom that wants to take my kid on 18 play dates. I only want to be on play dates with other moms that I like. 100%. And, I, like, for me, it's really important for me to have home time. So I'm not going to have my kids in 27 different activities because that's just... It doesn't suit your it life. It doesn't suit my life, and it also doesn't suit the life I want to create for my kids. Like the go, go, go Like, it's not... I, I feel like... I had to sit back and look at that, too, because I was like, well, am I being selfish that I don't want to drive around everywhere? But really, I realized, no, like, it's the the home environment, the life I'm trying to create for them where they have, like, dinners at home most of the time and things like that. And, like, yes, let them do things, but I'm not going to be doing 27 different things with each kid because then we'll never be home. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. And, like, accepting that and being okay with it instead of going down the, like, oh. Which was really 
is and was hard when you start in the beginning talking yeah. to different people in the beginning in the beginning of in your the life. beginning <laughs> of my parenthood journey <laughs> no but i mean i think it's no, easier when you, you have two kids yes you can agree to more but then once you get four or like you know you have more not get have <laughs> they just came to me <laughs> Kind of when the stork brings you four, <laughs> I mean, you do have to start saying no to more and really uh, taking into like account being, what yeah. works for you. Like being intentional about where we spend our time, what we spend our time on. And like sitting down and talking with them like, do you like this? Do you not like this? Do you want to do more of this? Or do and also teaching them not to compare. Like, do you want to do 27 dance classes because your friends are doing it or because you actually like it? Because you actually like it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's very true. Yeah. I think all of us need a little bit of that. Well, and I had, for me, it was a big transition between the brook prior to having a child and the brook after having a child. Yeah. Because the brook prior to having a child liked to party. <laughs> <laughs> the brook after having a child, it was harder and harder to keep up to the point where, like, mama doesn't party anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, and being okay with that. Yeah. But it took, honestly, losing that part of my identity took a while. You know, I think that that's a really, really big thing. Like, when you become a mom, and, I mean, I definitely liked to go out a lot but I also was the like probably the one who liked to go out the least of my friends like I'm like okay we'll go but I still would go because I like to have fun I like being social I like being with my friends so I thought it was it was like a really interesting thing to me that I was like but I like it would be really fun to go to the club and I'm like how many nights did you not want to go why do you want to go but it's like it's exactly comparing yeah it's that identity and that's that goes back to the self a bit sorry (laughs) we're we're not on (laughs) but like just being okay that letting go of that part of me and also like kind of honoring that I'm letting go of that yeah because you've outgrown it yeah, I I actually just did something kind of like this. I cleaned out my closet, and there was a section of clothes that I Crop left tops. in there. <laughs> it wasn't even... That was the funny part. Like, I didn't register it as it being, like, clothes from my past life or, like, a past part of me, but they were, and it was, like, not going out. It's been a long time. Tatum's nine, okay? I haven't been going out anywhere in a very long time. Um, that stuff is probably about to come back in style. <laughs> yeah, like, I should have saved it because... <laughs> I won't be able to wear it, but they can. They can, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, there was a section of clothes that I just wouldn't get rid of, and I, was, I wasn't wearing it, and I wasn't doing this. And somebody said to me, another, like, healer, intuitive person was like, I think there's some sadness with that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think it is, like, this different time in my life that I've not fully accepted. Like, now you are a mom of four. Like, get it together. <laughs> you are wearing yoga pants <laughs> Six out of seven days a week, and it's okay. Get rid of these dresses that you're not wearing. Right. Like, yeah. Like, but acknowledging that it's okay to let those go. You're not, yeah, you don't have to compare yourself to who you were when you wore those. And it's okay to be a little sad to let some parts of you go and feeling that, and then you get to move on. Well, yeah. I mean, once you acknowledge, (laughs) once you acknowledge that you don't need, like, because same, I used to, especially working in like Las Vegas in the bar industry. Oh, yeah. You were in and it. college, in I it. was in it, yes. <laughs> and then I had Grayson, and it really didn't fit anymore, but I could make it fit like when he was at his dad's house. Okay. Right? But then it was like recovery time, and it just didn't... That recovery time gets longer and longer. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I've acknowledged now, I'm like, wow, it's been years since I've put money in a slot machine. But I used to be like, mommy used to gamble. Oh. <laughs> We're in Las Vegas. It was just yeah. like a very regular thing. And it's funny because now I've started playing a little bit in the stock market and I'm getting that oh, same, it's the same feeling. 
like, and I'm like, had I done like, this, pull the lever. <laughs> but had I done this years ago, I would be sitting pretty probably. <laughs> so if you like to gamble, <laughs> side note, no, but it was it, it was a real realization where I actually the other day was thinking about it and I was like, I'm grateful that I finally let go of the idea of who I was then. Yeah. Now and that like comparison that I used to be able to do more or go out more or have a place to wear those clothes to. <laughs> yes. Where now I'm like, oh, this does look different. It feels different, but I'm really, really happy. Yeah. And I think that's it. Like, are you happy? If yeah. you're happy, you actually don't need that part, but it's okay to like have a little goodbye. Goodbye, old clothes. Yes, goodbye, goodbye, old, old self. Goodbye, old slot machine. <laughs> you know. Now I'm like, do I still know how to play poker? <laughs> <laughs> so poker night at your house. No. <laughs> but yeah. So just finding that, that space for grace for change. Okay. A little nugget of beautiful, <laughs> well-said information. Even looking at, okay, so a lot of us compare to the age thing, where we are in our life at a certain age. Yeah. Um, I love when I read things like, I don't know, Julia Child was old before she did <laughs> the stuff she did. Like, there's so many. You you can find them, I'm sure. Yeah, like I'm J.K. Gonna, Rowling's, like, you know, already had two kids and stuff when she wrote Harry Potter. Yeah, was, like, there's no, like, you have to be this age and then your life is done, you are settled, and if you are not successful by 30, forget it, you missed the boat. Right. I need to be married and have my first kid by 30. There's so many things that we put this pressure on ourselves and compare what other people are doing, Mm -hmm. and it it destroys peace. I mean, I think I see this every day in my practice. Somebody who's like, uh, people will say, like, you're so lucky to to have found your passion at your age because I'm this age and I still don't have it. And it's like, you still can though. Yeah, there's no, there is no timeline. And I don't know like where it comes from because I've thought about this a lot. Like where does that really come from that we feel like there has to be this, like I have to be ready to go and done. Do you want my deep spiritual answer? Yes, I do. Tell me. That's why I asked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our lives used to be shorter. Okay. And so a lot of us still hold in our root chakra the memory of past lives where you died sooner. So in this life, that memory's still there of so like we're going like, oh crap, we're gonna die soon. Well, <laughs> like literally, like okay. So if you have the memory of your past life, you died at fifty. So then you have in this life until fifty, because that's all you have the memory of living up to, and it's mm-hmm. in your subconscious and it's in your energy body. So it's not in your conscious brain. I'm not thinking about it. But then it's like, well, I better if I know I want these things, I better figure them out. By this time, because in your last life, you only hit that 50 mark or whatever it was. So a lot of us are carrying that when we don't need to, because in this life, you might, you, oh, technically, science says, you will live longer because we're living longer now. We have more medicine. We have more healthcare. We have more wellness. We have more just antibodies. Yeah. So we're doing better and, as a- And life luxuries also. Yes. <laughs> we're doing better as a society, but a lot of us have had past lives where we did come from tribes- where we didn't have medicine, or we did come from like low income places because you have to learn those lessons so you get to the life you're on now. That makes a lot of sense. So that's my spiritual answer. It might be a lot deep for some people, but hey, try it on. Think about it for the next few days, and you might be like, oh, she has a point. Other of you, if it doesn't serve you, forget I said it. Yeah, leave it. <laughs> leave it at the door um, or at the earbud. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, but yeah, like we put we put timelines on things, and I I like that idea. I think that. It's that makes sense to me. Yeah, like these things have always like made sense to me. If when you, I, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> if you absolutely. want me to make it more earthly, a lot of us are comparing ourselves to our parents, and um, yes. they got married in their 20s. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. I, I remember, and we do. Of course, you compare yourselves to your parents. I had kids before my mom did, and, and I remember when I told her I was pregnant, she was like, 
I could tell she was kind of shocked because I think we also do it as parents. Like you yes. expect your kids to kind of follow. She's like, all right, is, are you sure? Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I would like to imagine how Monica felt when I was having a kid not married. <laughs> My mom was married. <laughs> yeah, there's just, you know. Di- different things. Different strokes for different folks. Um, yeah, so it's just... There's no timeline. Right. You have time to do whatever. And if there's something that you are dying to do that's deep in your soul, like, please. Start acting on it then and stop yeah. saying what age you are. Like, yeah, start well, creating it's too, it. Not, you, it's not too late. It's not too late. I get so sad when people are like, oh, I wish I did. I hear it all the time too. Like, I wish I did this, but it's too late for me now. I'm settled into this. Like, no, it's not. Like, Just make a choice to unsettle. <laughs> yeah, you. guess what? You're in charge of your life. Yeah, it's, you can decide It's actually it. really beautiful. <laughs> Any moment, yes. And that's kind of letting go, like what we talked about before, letting go of that identity. Like, let's say yes. you really want to go back to school. I don't know, real estate that comes to mind. But you're a teacher. Okay? Just because you've decided you're a teacher and you've held this teacher hat, mm-hmm. you can also pivot. And you don't have to still be a teacher. Or maybe you teach it a different way later. But let go of the the identity attached to what you're doing. Yeah. I think I definitely had a little bit of this because I, you know, hairdresser, have done it for so long, worked really hard. And then when I was like, oh, I want to step into this different realm of doing like healing work and podcasting and this. And I'm like, but what about all this work I put into this? (laughs) And it was, it's an, it was an interesting like ego thing of feeling like it's okay to give up some of that to, st- to create space for something else. And also, like, you can be more than one thing in your life. Absolutely. And on a much more real note, I feel like all the stuff you did as a hairdresser prepared you for this. I also feel like that, No, too. she, like, because she taught a lot. I taught a lot. Of yeah. students, like, as a hairdresser. And when we decided to do group stuff, you were like, oh, I know how to teach. I know how to set up a class. Yeah. I know how to get everybody on one page to listen. Like, you taught me that. Oh, <laughs> You. you did, and, and all of that came from your background as a hairdresser. So without yeah. that, I don't think we would be as successful in the group stuff we do now. Yes. So it was kind of like a building block to, to add yeah. to this. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's important because I do think our life, we go on these paths that teach us, and I always say this about relationships too, like you date someone and they are, you know, don't date them anymore, but they're also like preparing you for the next, the next person and the next lesson and teaches you what you like, what you don't like. So same thing with work or with your your path, like whatever it is that you're wanting. Yeah. I mean, just use it as, if you do want to pivot, just remember to take what you learned. The yeah. good things. From, take, the, take the good things. Yeah. You don't have to leave it all behind when you, when you shift. <laughs> all right. I feel like I went on a different no, tangent there. I actually really like it. <laughs> I feel like that can actually give a lot of people something to like put in perspective. So that yeah. was great. Thank you for oh, the tangent. Thank you. Um, another thing I think with age brackets, like... We compare even, let's say like you really want to have, this is a weird topic, but like divorce. You want to go through divorce, but you're like, well, all my friends are happily married. So you stay stuck. And you know what? Stuck is painful. Yes. Stuck is painful. It hurts. That's like a daily, you're just torturing yourself every day if you're feeling stuck. So if you want to go through a divorce and your friends are happy and married, Okay. Just now you're working on your happiness, which is okay. And it might be hard for a while, but you have to do what's better for you. Not look at what you see other people in your circle Mm. doing. Yeah. You can't, I think comparing relationships is a really dangerous path because, (laughs) because in every relationship there's two people Mm -hmm. 
And there's the two people that you see when they're out with each other. And then there's the two people at home when they're just with themselves. And then there's the two people separate, like when yep. they're not. And then there's the two people on their, with their friends and their people separately. And it's just, you don't know all of those elements. So you cannot compare yourself with somebody else's relationship. Oh, it's so true. Or like I see couples do it too. Well, all of our friends have made this much money by this age. Oh, yeah. And we're not there. And, like, that's okay. Yeah. No, money, they say it all the time, money doesn't buy happiness. It does buy freedom. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like you can't, I, I, I guess I've, I've been there because I've done this. I am very stability driven. I just am. It's yeah. in me. And so I've looked at, like, well, what are they doing to make a lot of money? How can I? And it's like, whoa, 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 Brookie. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not happy doing that much. And yeah. I would combust if I sat in an office oh my <laughs> like on a computer. I don't know how people do it. So I have to, <laughs> and if you do, I good for you. Yeah, that's there's all different types of people and we all have different passions and roles. But knowing that about myself, well, then I have to know my limits are going to be different. Like, you know, the amount yeah. of, like, and the money has been there for me here too. I, it doesn't yeah. always look like how it's supposed to come from. Well, and that's a really important thing too because you have said before on previous episodes that when you started this path, you were told you can't make money in this. So I think you being stability driven, even though like you didn't, you kind of took that comparison and put it in a healthy space. Place. Well, I'm, I hope so. I'm glad. Yeah, you did because you, you were like, I want this, but I don't want that life. Like you figured out what parts you liked and what parts spoke to you and what parts didn't. I guess that's true. Yeah. So being able to create a job that I can do every day without combusting, mm-hmm. but then still having that stability. So using comparison as a tool. Oh, you can not. also use it as a tool and not, this is my idea, not Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and not, what, what, what were you going to tell me? That was my idea? I mean, not a. I was going to say a crutch, but I don't think that makes sense. So as a tool, you, but not as a way to despair. Yeah. As a tool is not something that's holding that's, you, bearing you. Yes. So if you feel yourself comparing, but there's parts you like, take the parts you like, leave the ones you don't. You can create your own reality. Yeah. Again, I think a big thing in our society is people want permission. Well, I've never seen anybody do it this way. So how can I do it that way? No, no, no. You can set it up just for you. Hey, we're giving you permission. Yeah. <laughs> Decide the parts you want. The ones you don't like? Let it go, like Elsa says. Yeah. Ooh. Elsa's brilliant. <laughs> <She is. laughs> and release judgment. I mean, the less you judge other people when you're comparing, the less you'll judge yourself. Oh, that is so true. Like, if you're sitting and being like, well, how come she can have this and how come this? Like, just catch yourself and then let it go and replace it with some gratitude. Good for her. Yes. <laughs> she can have that because she's made the mother effing decision to have that. Yeah. And that, and you can too. Right. If you weren't sitting here comparing yourself to her, you would actually be able to have more time to take action. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's also a big thing. Like the amount of time we spend sitting and comparing ourselves to others, instead of using that time for comparison, use that time to build the life you want. Yes. Okay. Me and Kristen have to have a serious discussion after this podcast about her little nuggets of information that are going in the book. <laughs> we got to write. Well, they're recorded. I was going to say we got to yeah. write them down. <laughs> We're good. We are good. I'm real smart. Um, okay, so I have been guilty of this comparison, but people's self-care. Like, how do they have time to go to a yoga class every day? I love this one because I, I actually feel like people ask me this a lot or like people be like, how do you have time for that? And I'm like, when I make the time to... I make decisions not to watch TV, but sometimes I'm like, I haven't watched that show. I need to sit and watch that show. So it goes the other way. Okay. But, um, but I think it's very easy to think about self-care 
as like I need to do more because I think we there's a lot of um, emphasis placed on it right now, mm-hmm. and I think self care looks different for everyone. I agree with that. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. No, I asked you a question. Oh, you, you answered did? it. Oh, okay. You actually did exactly what you were supposed to do. I'm in an alternate world right now. <laughs> I need more tea. Hey, um, um, <laughs> Chrissy, we're recording a podcast. Oh my video gosh. on. <laughs> You're listening. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm here. I swear. <laughs> no, I agree. And I, I actually, I'm now I'm only focusing on comparison where I've used it as a good place in my life, but I must need to share it. We'll do it. At one point, I did look at... You were one of these people that I looked at. Oh. But I was like... I don't know if this is good or bad. I'm actually... This is really good. good. No, this is a compliment. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. I was looking at you and our friend Shalane, and then there was a couple other people, and I was like, they seem really happy. What are they doing every day? And I realized you guys both had an active yoga practice mm-hmm. every day. You guys both like had certain time with your kids that was like for like intentional, basically, yeah. and relationships. So I was like, okay... I need to be more mindful about this because I was one of those people that was like, hmm, I work 10 hours a day and I don't know why I have no energy and I'm not happy. So then I had to like reevaluate, okay, this is what I'm doing. And then I looked at people who I thought I perceived as happy. Who knows if you really were, but I perceived you as happy. (laughs) No, you were. I I perceived you as happy and I was like, okay, what are they doing? And then I took, again, the pieces that worked. And I can honestly say my life like is a lot more balanced and happy, but I implemented those things. And same thing, like, you and Shalane, and I could, didn't have an excuse if you have four kids and I have the one. Like, you made time for your practice and for, yeah. like, the betterment. And then I saw, like, okay, even if she doesn't get to go to studio classes, you're doing it yoga at home. Yeah. And so, for me, I have implemented yoga as something that I do at least yeah. four times a week. Yeah. And I do. I feel better. I also don't feel like I'm getting a, a hard workout, but then I feel like I'm still working my body. Yeah, because I think it's just about moving your body, and that was a lesson that... I learned when I didn't belong to a gym and I walked everywhere when we lived in Oslo. I was like, I'm fit and I'm not going to the gym. What is happening? I was just moving Moving. my body. Yeah. Um, But I will say, like, thank you, number one. But I think I had been where you were and I had already done those things. And that's why it's really, it is important to take those, those nuggets of like, and I watched... I would watch successful hairdressers who were not working 10 hours a day. There were some that were working 10, 12 hours and some that weren't. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be the one that's working that much anymore. Like, I thought that's what success looked like to me. And maybe same to you. Like, success is I'm busy. I'm working all the time. And yeah, I'm exhausted, but I'm successful. Right. And then I was like, but I feel like crap. Yeah. (laughs) How come this person can be successful and they're not working as much as well, I mean, else. Yeah, and what they've done is they've raised their vibration so they feel mm-hmm. good so they attract yeah. better people. And yeah, it's worked, honestly. So if you find yourself wondering, like, why everybody's happier than you, basically <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better term, yeah. look at the people who you perceive as happy and look at what they're doing every day for self-care and use it as a positive tool. Like, a comparison for let me implement those things, not a comparison for, like, ugh, I'm so irritated because Kristen gets to do yoga every day and I don't. (laughs) And you can also look at the people who maybe are doing things that, or their life looks like you don't want it to look, and see if there's some things that you're doing the same as them, because that is... That is a big one. If you're doing the same thing as them, and they're, you know, 10 years further along than you in your industry or with the kids or with whatever it is, if you continue the same things, that's where you're going to be. And if you don't want to be there, you got to make some changes. I agree with that. And I think a lot of this can go with our parents too. 
Because yes. a lot of us judge our parents, but then we do the same, same exact patterns as them <laughs> because that's where we learn from. Because I will yeah. say, like, I talked to you about my shopping. Shopping was a big thing, and I did mention this in a previous podcast, but my mom liked to shop for leisure. And so I thought I liked to shop for leisure, but then it was like things were getting cluttered. I felt like I wasn't saving as much money yeah. as I could be. And there was just all these things that weren't making me happy. So then I had to look at, like, okay, shopping for leisure isn't my thing, even though it's something I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's there's definitely things that my parents did that I loved, and then there's parent, there's things that my parents did that I didn't love. And I gotta, you have to really, like, sit and think about that because it's so easy to just go, whoop, right, mm-hmm. in the same path. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, well. I'm doing the same thing. Yes. So, of course, things are turning out the right. same way. They're the same way. So, yeah, just really so that's, thinking about that. What we're basically saying is don't compare and get in a despair of, like, you're not enough. Compare and use it as a tool to grow or shift. Yeah, using it for growth, using it for tuning into what you want in your life. Yeah, self-motivation and creation. Creation. I think that's... Yeah. Well, that is despair when you compare and also we learned how to grow from comparison as we recorded this so (laughs) thanks guys for listening and hopefully you got there too um should we give some journal prompts absolutely so i want you to list out where you find yourself comparing the most yes and then from there how can you grow from that comparison Mm -hmm. or just what can you let go of then if it's a negative comparison and you're just in despair Mm -hmm. challenge yourself to let it go challenge yourself to and ways to let it go Take a bath. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be the same. Do you? <laughs> no. But you can always say, like, too, that's not my truth. Like, oh, yes. everybody else has more money than me. That's not my truth. Yeah. And that, I think, is one of the most useful phrases mm-hmm. because it just, as soon as you say it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, not my truth. that's yeah. right. <laughs> but it's true. It snaps you out of that because we could go into this rabbit hole. But mm-hmm. as soon as you say that's not my truth, it stops the mind, stops the ego. And you're like, done. Good. Yeah. Great. Well, awesome. This was fun. This was really fun. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, guys. And have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.